everybody, and welcome to Once Upon an Upside. We are here today to talk about the May movies, and there was only two this month, so we have not that much to talk about movie-wise, but I am your host, Jess, and I have Carrie back with me today. Hey, guys, it's good to be back. Let's talk some up movies here. Yeah, let's. So let's just dive right into the first one called Just for the Summer. Mm-hmm. All right, here's our little up TV summary. English teacher Penelope Campbell loves her annual summer vacations visiting her grandma Dot, despite Dot's constant attempts to set her up with every single man in town. This year, she bumps into Jason Humphrey, none other than her childhood sweetheart, who is still as handsome and charming as ever. It's a little awkward at first, but the conversation soon turns to Jason's own grandma, Sophie, who keeps doing the same to him. In order to evade the efforts of their matchmaking grandmothers, they make a pack pretending to date each other, but will the old sparks return? Yes. And uh, this one stars Haley Sales and Brant uh, Daugherty and um, also Cassidy Nugent's in it, who's also been in quite a few recent Hallmark movies. So yeah, she's familiar as well. She's Lily, right? She's the up and coming kind of childhood actress or um, or was she one of the grandmas? I didn't look up her name. Oh, no, she was the, the child. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, the child Lily. I really liked her a lot. And she was in a lot of uh, Christmas movies from 2020. And um, she was she was precious. Yeah, And she was in um, Sweet Carolina. Oh, yeah. And Sweet Carolina. And um, I think Angel Tree Project Angel Tree. Yes. She's an Angel Tree, I think. And wasn't she also in Project Christmas Wish? Or is that someone else? That was. Oh, I was going to say that was someone else, but um, maybe maybe that was her because I li- I know you and I both liked that movie. Project yeah, Christmas now I need Wish. to know. Hold, please. Now we need to know. Yeah, I think we're going to see her a lot coming coming up. She did a great job chasing waterfalls. Well, she's the kid. She was the girl in chasing waterfalls that was just released with Cindy Busby and. Oh wait, that was a different actress in Project Christmas. Just kidding. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a hot minute since Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but I like her. I think she she is a quality child actress. She does a great job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She definitely does. Um, so do you have any overall thoughts about this movie before we kind of maybe break down some of the points? Yes. I so uh, I wrote in my notes here that like based on this summary, I should like this movie is what I said. I, lo- I was like, based on the summary, I should like it. I love a pretend dating um, movie. I love this whole um, childhood friends. You know, they actually dated. They weren't just childhood friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that re- that second chance type of thing and um, the shenanigans that come with pretend dating. So I wrote in my notes, I should love this movie, <laughs> which <laughs> might be too high of expectations. But do you? Do you like that trope? I, I do like the trope. I, I don't I don't necessarily like uh, when the characters have had a history of dating because I feel like there's so much like history that we don't we or we weren't privy to. And so it just I always feel like I'm missing information. Well, exactly. Know, and then each other or don't like right. each other. And then when they do give you information, it's a lot of reporting. Oh, remember when we did this? Oh, remember? Oh, that was like when you did this. And it was reporting their history instead of showing us how they've built a relationship now. Yeah. So that was that was a little a little funny to me. Um, I think overall, 
there were I had so many like mixed reactions to this movie. There were some lines that were written and spoken and in these scenes that were just adorable and a little bit laugh out loud for me. Like, you know, I just kind of cracked up at some of these um, these lines that they said and the writing was was kind of good that way. I thought I thought that was fun. But it also was slow, like it was slow to not just develop, but even in those those scenes that could have been like these funny, quick little shenanigan scenes, like mm-hmm. were drawn out, like really long. And you're like, OK, OK, they finally happened. OK, OK, finally, <laughs> you know, OK, they finally fell in the lake. OK, because you knew what was coming. <laughs> But it was so long and drawn out each scene. That was so weird. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. This movie is definitely slower paced. I wrote that it took about 20 minutes before I got like where I felt like it started to turn. And I think that was when they started to um, kind of come together with because their grandmothers were both, you know, being these matchmakers. And so they're kind of like sharing their like frustrations and bonding over that. And that's kind of where it uh, picked up and turned for me. Um, but I thought it was a sweet little movie. I thought they had good chemistry. I liked them together. I just yeah. thought there wasn't quite enough driving the plot to make it super outstanding. Like it was still yeah. a good movie. It's just, you know, we have the birthday and then she's yeah. working on the book. He's working on the boat and mm-hmm. not a whole lot propelling anything forward. No, there wasn't. And there was a little bit of like, like I said, the writing was really fun and clever in some, in some parts. And in other parts, it just kind of was the same conversation over and over. But the pros outweighed the cons for me on this one. It was a sweet Mm -hmm. movie. They had these sweet moments. How about that moment when they, well, I mean, maybe we'll get to this here as you, as you kind of lead us along, but um, overall, I thought it was a a really sweet movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So um, let's talk about the grandmas. Okay. <laughs> At first, they really annoyed me. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, like in that first twenty minutes, I'm like, just leave them alone. Right. Like they clearly, like it's one thing somebody you know is like wants to be in a relationship, so you keep setting them up. But when someone clearly is like, I don't want this. Like, come right. on. I came to be alone. with you. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious though when the grandmas both had their little eyeglasses and were spying. I'm like, I don't know. Something about that visual was just really amusing to me. And they did it a couple times, so that was really fun to see. Like they, you know, I loved the scene where they first we we saw them on the phone, and it was like right away you knew that they were matchmaking, not just to matchmake, but they wanted the two of them to get together. They wanted Jason and Penn to be together. And so they were behind the scenes. So I kind of liked that right away. We saw that the grandmas were in on it, you know, and, and um, mm-hmm. they weren't just, you know, matchmaking. Does this happen in real life though, Jess? Does this happen? Like, I mean, that <laughs> that's the funny thing to me sometimes about movies like this, where I'm like, you're so desperate to get away from the matchmaking that you you know are pretending to date your old boyfriend like does that happen is this real like did people <laughs> do this <laughs> uh only in a hallmark movie right or a tv movie or <laughs> only in an up tv movie <laughs> but um but yeah I, I did think that was a fun little twist that the grandmas they had started this whole matchmaking thing i guess and their efforts to drive these two together like they that was their intent the whole time yeah. and I thought that was a fun little twist because 
you know, usually we have these movies, there's a big reveal at the end and the family's like, you lied to me? What? And but the parent was like, oh, we knew, we knew. This was our right. plan. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I They didn't have that dramatic scene at the end of that. You know, they kind of revealed to each other what the audience had known the whole time. So it wasn't a big dramatic thing. So that was kind mm-hmm. of nice. Yeah. Um, so let's see. We also have, so he's uh, fixing up a boat and she is working on her novel. So she's an English teacher, but she's got this novel going on the side, but she doesn't want to share it like with, with anybody, any what do you think about that? The fact that she won't even tell anybody that she's she's written a whole book. Like she's working on edits. Like she has a whole book written and she won't tell anybody about it. <laughs> I know. I actually understand the caution a little bit where you have this pet project and you don't want to put the cart before the horse a little bit, you know, as far as like telling people and what if it actually doesn't come happen. And you know, there's a little pride there and you want to save face a little bit. So I kind of get that actually, mm-hmm. but it was a really big deal. And she didn't want to tell other people so that grandma wouldn't find out because she wanted to dedicate this book to grandma. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. So yeah. Finally, she ends up like he, Jason ends up kind of drawing this out from her and they have these sweet moments talking about the book where I was like, you de- you need somebody to t- you need somebody to run ideas by or to talk yeah. about this problem. Yeah, like a confidant, like talk talk to somebody about it. But I was like, that's not a super big secret to be writing a book, right? Like th- she made it big. I deal. don't think so. <laughs> I'm writing a book. I know a lot of people who are writing a book. Right. <laughs> it's just the thing now. Everyone's secretly writing a book. Okay. <laughs> You must not have known anybody else who was writing a book and it was like this big deal. Because it is. I mean, it is a big deal to be published. Well, she's an English teacher, too, so I feel like that's, like, pretty, like, it's what it, her, like, scope of her work. <laughs> I know. True. Um, oh. But, yeah, I thought those were some of the best scenes, though, where they were just brainstorming together. I thought those were really cute scenes. Yeah, the me. one on the beach at night when he, like, took her out to the beach and saw the moon. And he, she mm-hmm. like finally told him about her plot and the story. And he was kind of, they were kind of talking about themselves a little bit and their history, but not really because it's just these characters. That was a good scene. I totally wanted them to kiss in that scene, but they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then- he hasn't quite caught up with the hallmark on the multiple kisses yet. <laughs> I know, I know. It was like, well, you have history together. Like <laughs> it was totally romantic on the beach. Yeah. Uh, I guess the ending conflict, this is actually the part where I got a little confused. Okay. Um, because, so the man, like, with the briefcase, her editor or whoever comes to tell her the good news and yeah. she hugs him. And at first I was like, oh, he's misinterpreting that um, she must have a relationship with this guy. But right. I'm like, why would he make that assumption? That doesn't make any sense. But then, it, then after that, it seemed like that wasn't the assumption he made. He... he it was about her book. I don't know. I was really confused on what was happening. <laughs> I, you know what? It took me, it took me a while too. Like, why wouldn't he, he was, so this Jason guy was so sincere and wanted to get to know her and spend time with her again, you know, after this history together. And you could tell that under the guise of a pretend relationship, he was falling for her again. You could totally tell this mm-hmm. whole time. So he had this huge hang up, though, about like wa- not wanting to get in the way of her following her dreams. Mm-hmm. 
or like not repeating history and leaving again when he didn't, you know, wasn't sure about where his life was going mm-hmm. way back when he was 18, when nobody knows where their life is going. Right. <laughs> what? But he was kind of in that same place. You know, do I want to stay an investment banker? Do I want to follow my dream and design what like do naval architectural de- design these boats mm-hmm. or what? So I think he like was he was nervous that he didn't know where he was going and he was going to repeat history again and just like leave, or he was going to like stand in the way of her following her dreams and stuff. But that was, that was a little bit of a weak, weak sauce to me. Like, yeah, that didn't quite work for me as a conflict. It just felt like a little anticlimactic. <laughs> it totally was like all of a sudden he was like a little emotional about it instead of so excited that she got this book deal and you know like come on (laughs) (laughs) he he kind of cracked me up in some of that because I do think as a couple they had really good chemistry Mm -hmm. do you feel did you feel like that yes I did yeah yeah like they one time the cousin said you bring the best out in each other or something like Mm -hmm. that and I was like, yeah, that's that's exactly what this is. Like, they totally bring the best out in each other and they have such good chemistry that way. So why at the end did that make such a big difference to him? Like that, it just didn't, it was out of character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we covered most of everything here. Do you have any last comments before we do our ratings? Well, yeah, I really thought this, um, the grandma was pretty funny, you know, just in how she was, she was so pushing her granddaughter away. There was a couple things that I was like, um, I love when they sat down and the grandma told the story of how she and the grandpa met at the bookstore in college. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so fun <laughs> and so cute. Like, I wanted to see that movie, too. Like, I wanted them to be yeah. with that. Where she said that he reached up to grab the last biology book that she was going for. And mm-hmm. so she turned around and handed him all of her books and said, <laughs> <laughs> said, well, if you're going to carry my biology book, you might as well carry all of my books. Like, <laughs> I thought that was awesome. I know, like that, that is a perfect meet cute right there. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. I was like, I want to watch that movie. That, that sounds adorable. The sequel or prequel since it's in the, the past <laughs> totally. uh yes that was hilarious yeah so i loved that classy. i thought that was really <laughs> cute yeah yeah i agree definitely um anything else um i mean just the fact that like you know that she would have needlepoint f- party favors uh was really <laughs> weird <laughs> and a time-consuming one at that totally like how big was this party and they all got needlepoint hankies like with their names on it yeah also I don't think I've ever been to like an adult party that gave out party favors to be quite honest I yeah it's not my scene yeah uh grandma was something else that's for sure but oh i love how um she and pen bonded over like doing crosswords together yes i thought that was really sweet very sweet they had a really nice relationship yeah there were were a couple things like 
the mom shows up at the end and I was like that was unnecessary like the mom didn't need to show up at the end like mm-hmm. you know like Penn's mom like that was just this funny little thing that they didn't need to have but no big deal yeah didn't hurt anybody all right well let's go to our ratings how would you rate this movie you know I would give this movie a solid I think a solid five maybe maybe 5.5 because like I said there was there were really fun moments with the writing and um, the connection between the couples. It was really relational. It was not a big action movie, but it was, they tried to really kind of draw out some of these relationships, but keyword draw out. Like they, it was long and Mm -hmm. it felt longer than just a normal hour and a half movie because some of these scenes were just so drawn out. And (laughs) So that kind of knocked it back a little bit for me, but um, it was very sweet and I give it a solid five. All right. I rated it higher. I gave it a seven. Um, yeah. 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 I liked it just fine. It was, it was sweet. I like their chemistry. Um, it was slow, but I think some of the other things like kept it, you know, bumped it up enough for me that it wasn't like too, like it wasn't so drug out to me. Yeah. Um, I really liked the little girl. I think she added some needed fun to the movie when it was being a little slow. Um, yeah. And just like the fresh take of the, the fresh twist of the grandmas and being right. <laughs> behind it the whole time. They just knew this was happening and they weren't fooled. Totally. Totally. I, I liked that too. I love it. Okay, good. Yeah. Seven is seven is a great rating for this movie too. Yep. All right. That brings us to movie number two, Cooking Up Love. All right. Anna Lark, Zoe rents a food truck and enters a reality TV competition. Heat rises between her and the handsome founder of a fast food chain. But when Zoe finds out he's a judge in the contest, things quickly fizzle. Zoe is determined to win fair and square, and she suspects Mr. Too Good to Be True is really after her sauce recipe, not her heart. <laughs> Starring Rachel Bless and Stephen Hussar. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I really thought I was going to like this movie. I'm going to start out with that. I, I love Stephen Huzar. I really like food-based movies. I'm a big fan of like food-based shows. I love Chopped. Um, and we know my favorite movie is a food-based one. So I really thought I was going to like this movie. And then I just really did not. Um, it... This movie frustrated me because I felt like there was just really small things they could have fixed that would have made it a whole lot better. And mm. I don't know why they didn't. Like, like an easy one was like when they're cooking, like this whole movie lacked sound for me. Like when I think, oh, we're having a cooking competition. Like I want this. I want to hear the sizzle and the frying and like, <laughs> where's the, the, the energy of the cooking, especially like this was the slowest competition ever. <laughs> so bad like there was no energy I was like so there should be a rush you want to win like let's yeah let's do this and for a hundred thousand dollar prize and a food yeah. truck that's a big deal and they're just you know moseying all along and I'm like okay <laughs> okay yes uh and then well I think that's I think that's a good point, though, as far as the sound. I, I kind of didn't realize that, but that would have added a lot to um, the scenes and mm-hmm. the action and the excitement of a cooking competition. 
Mm-hmm. You're right. I watch a lot of Chopped, so I'm like used to like my heart is racing with them sometimes. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're not going to finish it in time, and I'm almost like right. I was expecting that kind of feeling, and I didn't get it. Nope, I didn't feel that. So mm-hmm. that was hard. And then the big thing that really tripped me up on this movie was the conflict of interest of him being a judge and her being contestant, and I just couldn't get over that. I couldn't get over yes. that hurdle. That they were, like, spending too much time together. There was all these weird plot holes. Like, Grandpa was allowed to leave and this other guy was allowed to sub in randomly. I'm like, is that... That would not happen in a competition. No, absolutely not. No, here's the thing about him, too. It was a social media competition or, or, like, branch of the competition. And... Grandpa obviously doesn't know technology and doesn't have any social media followers. And so he swaps not only with the young guy who can cook really well and was in the competition before, but who has a ton of social media followers. Like that was yeah. super shady. Yeah, super I know. Shady. Like, what is happening? Because I'm like, well, she should be because grandpa was like, well, I don't know how to use social media, but I'm like, well, that's what she's there for. She's the young one. She can do it. And that's, and that's part of the competition, how to be fair. Like, hey, sometimes you have a disadvantage because of this, but sometimes you have an advantage because of other skills. Like, right. that was weird. So I have to say, I'm glad they didn't win because I just, I felt like they were cheating the whole time. Right. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Or like, even the time where like, they didn't have any food because they ate it all. I'm like, how are you in a cooking competition and you don't restock your food? Right. Well, I, I think she assumed they would have time to like go to the store and get the stuff for the competition that day or something, but they didn't. Yeah. And they had no food. They had lettuce. Like that was so nerve wracking to me, but. Okay. Yeah. So these, these details really tripped me up and the conflict of interest, like there was no foundation for them to build a relationship because it was like taboo. <laughs> they couldn't. <laughs> so I, I, I couldn't get into this movie. You, you say things now because I'm being really negative. <laughs> no, that is okay. You have to, I mean, sometimes it grip, grips you and sometimes it doesn't and you can't get over some details. I totally understand that. I've been there with the movies. I think they tried to address the conflict of interest at one point, didn't they? He said something like, hey, let's let's hang out. And she was like, uh, I don't know. You're a judge. Do you think we should? And he was like, I'm OK with it. And she was like, I'm OK with it. And then they just did it. <laughs> Still super shady. Totally. I mean, shady. They went on a flat out picnic together. <laughs> This major picnic. Okay, so I did not hate this movie. I did not hate it. There were definitely plot holes. There were definitely things that I thought, what is happening right now? But she, to me, she really helped it to me. I liked her a lot, actually, as a as a character. Actually, at the beginning, I thought she was kind of funny how she... Um, she, you know, she went in, she had this job. She was going to tell them about the healthy ratings or whatever at this company, Barbecue Bills. And then she just goes rogue in this meeting and like starts to introduce a new flavor. And she's like, come down to the kitchen, all this stuff. So she was fired for not doing what they asked her to do. Mm-hmm. But she also felt like 
that was a little injustice because she was fired. She was like, I did more than what you asked me to do, you know? <laughs> so then, so now she's fired and then she can go and pursue her, her dream, I guess, of a food truck and enter this competition. But while this is happening, you know, she kind of has these meet cutes with him, like three, three different meet cutes mm-hmm. with um, Colin. And that worked for me. I thought they were really cute together. I thought they were, they had this fun kind of spicy chemistry. He fell hard and fast. She did not, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought that was kind of fun. Like she was sassy every time and kind of suspicious when he would come around and he just kind of kept coming and kept coming. And um, I like those kind of movies where he falls hard and she's kind of plays hard to get. But um, I thought they had cute chemistry. What did you think about their chemistry, at least? I didn't feel it. You I'm didn't? Glad you oh, no. I didn't feel it. And I, well, I think for me is because I didn't feel like they should be together. And so it was hard for me to get on board with it. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard to kind of give in to what was happening with them when you were like, they shouldn't be together in the first place. Yeah, this is wrong. <laughs> Stay away from <laughs> Stay six feet apart. Okay. Follow the rules. <laughs> Okay, so one thing for me was like, I mean, you totally see, you see it coming, the secret sauce, and he owns this barbecue franchise. You see it coming that like her sauce, they're going to steal her sauce and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And she's going to feel betrayed by him and everything. But am I wrong in thinking like that was nothing actually happened with that? Like it was so anticlimactic. Yeah, I I wrote that it was anticlimactic too. Um, because yeah I mean it was just like the conflict like she thought he stole it turns out he didn't and then it's like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) but the thing too with that is like you're trying to steal the sauce that she was trying to sell to your company in the first place right (laughs) okay why you like why the company just rehire her and be like hey we're interested in your sauce now see I just don't think this guy Rick though this villain Rick who wanted to steal the sauce I don't know if he put two and two together that that was actually her. Oh. So oh, it's like, you're right. you know, I don't know if he ever, the, the guy, I forget who was the one who was creeping around her truck all the time. And I don't know if he ever said either. Bradley, this guy, Bradley, yeah. he's a lab, worked in the lab. Shady scientist. Shady scientist. So much shadiness in this movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. This is so funny. She was the nicest contestant on a cooking show I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she did. She did help out the biker. Um, I forget what she did, but she helped out the biker team. Well, she like told them to do a different sauce, caramel. And oh yeah, yeah. Pepper. She yeah, she gave yeah. them tips, and they totally won that round. And then they won the whole competition, and she's like, "Oh, yay! Good job." <laughs> so funny. Well, all of a sudden, she gets enough money to actually get her own truck, get her own. Um, business off the ground and then what does he do does he quit he sells his he, family he business. quits he quits uh his position and then he's like helping her with the food truck i think um i don't i don't really see this, i don't really know what's going on there and then i think that's when she accused him of the sauce thing and he's like no i didn't he's like i don't know anything about it and then and then she's, and she sees the Hawaiian one sign that he said he'd been working on. She's like, oh, I guess he told the truth. 
and then they make up (laughs) (laughs) they make up i mean he like pretends that there's this catering party in the park but he really is just wants her to come and they make up now here's the thing that was the worst kiss i've ever seen (laughs) i don't even think i was paying attention (laughs) you couldn't see it you couldn't see anything it was it was his the back of his head and it was like her face and then like they stepped away and it made me think they didn't even kiss I, I bet they didn't even kiss. <laughs> you didn't see it. It didn't happen. I don't know if it happened or not. I mean, you could just see his shoulder. <laughs> weird. It was a weird kiss. <laughs> That's why when I watched, well, I watched this one first and then I watched just for summer after it. And um, that's what I was so pleased with the kiss after just for summer they had a really good kiss and then they kissed again after when they were dancing at grandma's party and i was like thank you if you give me a good kiss or don't be together no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) this was weird this kiss at the end I love how you didn't even pay attention. What do you I know. I was just like, like done. I was probably, you know, honestly, by the time we get to like those final like 10 seconds, I've like, I've kind of like minimized and I'm typing my overall thoughts. Like I'm not even watching anymore. Oh my gosh. That's like the only physical t- contact the whole time. I am like glued to the DV. I'm like, okay, well, how is this kiss? Does this prove <laughs> chemistry? <laughs> we know I wasn't invested. So I didn't care. <laughs> well. It was bad. If you go back and watch it, it was like, Maybe I wait, I, I was like <laughs> yelling at the TV, move the camera. Like, I want to see this kiss. Like, move the camera. <laughs> they did not. Something else. Um, <laughs> I don't really have anything left to say. I mean, it was, it was, it was a good try. I mean, they... I don't know. It was like they almost had a betrayal. They almost had a Mm -hmm. sneaky stealing the sauce. Almost had a good competition. They almost, you know, there was a lot of almost in this movie. What was interesting with the conflict part is at the first, like, like the first half of the movie or somewhere in between, I actually thought he was trying to steal the sauce because he kept asking about it. Yeah. I honestly was led to believe that he actually was going to try to do this and then and then the whole Bradley thing started or whatever. But I was like, why was he so like asking so many questions and if he wasn't going to do anything? <laughs> I don't know. Because you're totally right. But it was like to prove, I guess, that he was getting his love of cooking back. It wasn't like he lost his way as a businessman and it was all about the bottom line for him. But he really started out loving cooking and flavors and stuff. So her sauce was inspiring him, I guess very inspirational sauce okay what did you think about this truck Livia who had her own little personality her own little way about her like did you get into that whole thing I wouldn't say I really got into it but it's a little fun little thing I think that they threw in yeah I I mean I thought it was it was kind of cute I thought it was funny how her friend was like well I I know someone like I know someone with the food truck like do we all know people with food trucks? Like, how yeah. did that happen? <laughs> they got into this competition very easily. Very. 
like oh you didn't even have to like really prove yourself you just apply and then you're in I like, know. I was like okay truck no food truck experience <laughs> okay sign me up for that competition I don't know right for a hundred thousand dollars amazing amazing prize and amazing ease that she just knew what to do with this competition yeah so funny so do you you said you like Stephen Huzar I do what? I loved him in this in the up Christmas movie mistletoe magic it was my favorite movie I think of up TV that I've ever seen really yes you I have to go watch it it's so fun Oh my gosh, I haven't seen it. I need to look that up and watch that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. I do. I like him in the Ruby Herring Mysteries. Mm-hmm. I do. I like him there too. Mm-hmm. I think he plays the um, a cop detective guy pretty well. I, I'm not sure what else I could even say that he was in. Something like Time for Us to Come Home for Christmas. Yeah, he was in that. I didn't really care for that movie. It wasn't really him. I just thought it was really slow. I just, I wasn't interested in the plot. Yeah. Well, I'm interested in knowing what people's favorite movie of his is because I want to go search those out. I know people love him. I know our friends on the Hallmarkies podcast, some of them love him. And I just need to see something good that he's in. <laughs> I mean, besides the Ruby Herring mysteries that I really like, but. Well, you should try Mistletoe Magic if it okay. ever comes back because it was a Christmas one. So I don't know if it'll be. I'll look it up on anything. See if I can find it somewhere. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Okay. I think I almost gave it a perfect score. I don't okay. remember. I gave it really well, high ratings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but okay. Um, are we ready for rating time? Yes. You know, I liked that. I liked certain things of this movie. So it kind of made me rate it a little. I mean, I guess kind of high. I rated it a six. And because I liked the two of them together barring the fact that they weren't supposed to be together because he's a judge (laughs) I thought they had good chemistry I liked the storyline of him popping up you know all these places and she's like of course it's you again you know of course Mm -hmm. and uh he was charming in this movie he really was and um she was she was spunky so I I liked those things I liked the fact that they didn't win the cooking competition um because and life goes on you know yeah so there were there were some elements to this movie that were funny but but I found myself liking it a lot I, I thought the two of them were great characters so I, I gave it a six I gave it a lot lower <laughs> uh, you know I I do understand I'm probably very critical of like anything with the cooking theme like I didn't, I honestly didn't like your bacon me crazy. I know a lot of people love that. I didn't like that one either. So I think I'm just a little more critical of these cooking shows. So I will use that as a disclaimer. Um, I did, I will say I did like it before the, the cooking competition started when they just had their meat cutes and stuff. Yes. Um, like this, that initial, like, I don't know, 10 minutes. Yeah. I thought that it was like promising. And then that, then after that is when it started to fall flat. So I gave it a two. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> give it a little bit. I gave it a little bit for some of um, for the beginning there because I did think it was like it had a good start. I thought there was something there, and I just couldn't get over the details. No, the details, and then the ending too. It sounds like that was totally didn't capture your attention either, mm-hmm. as far as seeing a future for them together. So I, I don't blame you. A two. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a low score. It's a low score. Not as low as the one you gave for the other time. <laughs> 
Other or last time that I don't even want to think about that one. No. <laughs> don't even make me think about. I can't even remember the name. Design, designed for love. <laughs> something like that. Was that it? Design something in it. Oh my gosh. Designed so by love. <laughs> because it's the one I like the best. Oh. <laughs> we won't. We won't get get us going on that train though. Um, but yeah. So. Those are our two movies yes. for um, for May. I think we have three in June. I think they're all wedding themed. Um, Your favorite. This is going to be a good month. <laughs> this is not going to be a good month. Okay, yeah. Not your this favorite. Just is not like wedding movies. Very. I mean, there's a few that I, I do enjoy enough um, that I've seen. Um, it's not my favorite plot line, but some of them do sound interesting. I know Morgan Cohen's in one of them, so I'm kind of excited to see her because I really like her in When Hope Calls. Good. So yeah. there, there's some promising elements. So I'm going to try to keep an open mind. Keep an open mind because even, <laughs> yeah, well, even in this, this month, these two movies, I think we both felt like we should like these movies based on the tropes, mm-hmm. the cooking, the, um, you know, pretend dating, that type of thing. Like sometimes you don't like the ones you think you're supposed to like, and then yeah. you are surprised by the ones that you don't think you're going to like. So maybe this will be a good month for you. Right. I mean, it's just, I mean, there's a lot of things that, you know, go into making a movie, you know, the execution, the chemistry of the actors, how well they act, the writing. I mean, so many things. It's not just the plot. No, the sound storyline. Um, <laughs> There's so many things that can make or break it for, for you. And some things you can forgive and some things you're less forgiving of. <laughs> right. And that's kind of, I think, where the unique ratings come from. Because we are, everyone's a little different in how they do things. So, Yeah. We'll see. We will see. Time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let us know what you thought of these two movies, um, whether you enjoyed them or not. Yeah, any of your thoughts. We, we would love to hear them. Um, and be sure to be following us on social media it's oua upside on twitter and instagram and we're also on youtube or we can also be following the hallmarkies pod and hallmarkies podcast on all social media and carrie where can people find you well people can come over to hallmark comics on instagram so i'd love to interact with you there and follow me there on hallmark comics yeah carrie's got a lot of fun stuff you should make a series about my dislike for how things are executed wedding i should i should wedding all right you can find me at jess bsw blog on twitter and instagram and that's all we got we will see you next month for the wedding movies see you then happy up watching (laughs) bye everybody bye